0: This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronc, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download W-R-R-C-1. That's W like Wanda, R R R like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career Is Calling.
1: Guess yeah, what? Your career is calling. Wanda Ellett is here to make sure you're on the road to success to your dream job. With Your Career Is Calling, get the empowerment and tips you need to get going in the tough business world. Your Career Is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. X Job is on the other end, so let's get to this week's edition of Your Career Is Calling.
0: Good morning. You are listening to Your Careers Calling. This is Wanda Ellett at, well, I'm not in Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com, which was proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. Uh, we are live, but, well, we're not live when you're hearing this, but we are live right now. Uh, each respecting the social distancing of COVID and, um, but normally we are in the Killarney Public House studio. Uh, Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business, the CEO of Meet Inc. I'm here um, and I'm gonna be here for the next hour with a lovely guest talking about a fantastic organization. Uh, Behind the glass today producing our show is Rider University's intern, Anthony Calasano. And today, I'm very excited to have with me, uh, I have uh, Jodi O'Donnell Ames, and she is the founder of Hope Loves Company, and it's a local nonprofit which supports families affected by ALS. She's an author, a speaker, and most importantly, the mom of three grown children and the grandmother of one. Um, If this is your first time listening to the show previously, what we would do is we would discuss uh, traditional topics of interviewing networking and business management type of things. Uh, Two years ago, we started with what's your biggest career lesson uh, to offer hope and inspiration to people as they're struggling with different things and managing their businesses and managing their careers. Last year, we did what's your biggest obstacle and how did you overcome it? And this year, it's what's your superpower and um, how do you leverage that? How do you share that gift with the world and how do you market that? So thank you very much, uh, Jody, for joining me today. I, I thank you, Jody. are you there? I'm here. Hey, yes. how are you? Thank, <laughs> thank
2: you so much for having me and congrats on your award. Um, that's
0: exciting stuff. Thank you. Oh yeah, it's a team effort. That's one of the things that the station manager is, is very big with. It's, it's everybody that's part of the Bronx. So it's everybody's award. So it's very Excellent. exciting. Excellent. So if you would, um, and how we came connected was, uh, you were presenting uh, at the um, North Jersey, I guess the women's score event. Or uh, Circle of Women, yes.
2: Score Circle of Women. Um, I was a speaker yesterday or the day before.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and I think I loved your presentation because you were sharing about, um, you know, how, you know, you started your nonprofit and I found that. A lot of what you were talking about is, as, and especially now during this time where many people are unemployed or they're in furlough, um, and also the economy is such that people you really have to have a, what I, I call it a quilt economy where you need to quilt things together and have different streams of revenue. So some other people may be considering um, you know, opening up a business. And I found that even though you were talking about how you started your nonprofit, I thought it would be fascinating because I, I thought these concepts were all the same, like even for business. So if you would, I guess if you want to share about your superpower and uh, a little bit more about yourself and also, you know, we'll tap into like how you've leveraged your superpower to start your nonprofit and I'll go into that a little more.
2: Okay. Um, so I guess I can start with my superpower. Um, my superpower I think is just being authentic and I've, been um, for the most part of my life I've been able to recognize who I am and embrace that um, good and bad and to um, follow my strengths and hire my weaknesses <laughs> so yeah bad. and I, uh, I think the older I get the more I value that approach to to business
0: and all things in life and that's powerful that's very powerful. So, if you would share too, like about your background and how you came to start your nonprofit and a little more about your nonprofit.
2: Sure. So, my nonprofit is called Hope Loves Company, and I have some things up here um, behind me. Um, And we are the only nonprofit in all of the United States with the mission of providing educational and emotional support to children and young adults who either have had or currently have a loved one living with ALS. Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, Basically, what that means is we have a lot to do with a very small staff um, to support children across the country who are caregiving and who are, um, you know, pretty incredible kids. And I started Hope Love's company as the result of my own personal experience. And that Began in 1995 with my 30 year old husband's diagnosis. We were the parents of a toddler, and I was a teacher, and I really didn't know a whole lot about ALS. Um, I really didn't want to know a lot about ALS, but quickly um, embraced the situation and became proactive. Wanted to be the best advocate I could, the best wife and mother I could, and the best. champion of you know my husband's well being his care during his illness and I did I, I did my best
0: and I'm I i apologize for you you know I'm sorry for your suffering and and you know and I I um I wasn't sure I shared with your uh with with the person I spoke to from your office and I, I'm I'm drawing a blank on her Cara, name right now but she um, you know, our executive director yeah and um she, you know, and I share. I wasn't going to share, but I had an uh, an ex-fiance. He he had Lou Gehrig's as well, and um, your your organization really touched my my touched me, and um, you know, in hearing his story, because his mother had passed of Lou Gehrig's when he was four, wow,
1: and he awesome. was the youngest
0: of four. Yeah, so you know, just hearing they had uh, a nanny that uh, lived with them, and back in the in that day, uh, you know. That was kind of uncommon, uh, but they hit, you know, the father felt that he couldn't, you know, take care of four kids on his own, him being the youngest of four. And then the others were, you know, I, they had to be under 10, wow. you know, cause they weren't that much older than him. And uh, you know, it was interesting, you know uh, when we dated uh, we were together, like we worked out every day and um, you know, his big motivation of being healthy was that he was concerned about his, the possibility that he would also have Lou Gehrig's because his mother had it, and I guess it's two and four. I mean one and four, but in his family it was two and four that had it. Wow! Um, Another one of his brothers had passed of that as well. So So hearing (laughs) his stories, go ahead. No, I'm just so sorry to hear that, but
2: um... I find that almost everyone that I connect with has some knowledge of someone having had ALS or having ALS or some association. So it's not uncommon. And I would love to connect with him. Um, and well, he's you.
0: passed. He's since passed and oh. many years.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: uh, you know, it was it was uh, difficult, as you know, as you know. Um, you know, it was. Uh, that's why, you know, to hear about your organization you know, to hear of his childhood, like his father did the best that he could, you know, and um, the nanny, she was just phenomenal. She was really part of their family. And she was, you know, like at weddings, she was part, continued to be part mm-hmm. of the family because she, she raised them. Right. And, um, you know, when he would talk about it, you know, prior to a diagnosis of it, um, you know, he was always training for a marathon. We trained very hard, like every day uh he was very muscular and he was just so when he did have it and he you know before he passed he was just muscle and bone and he couldn't really even but it was atrophied muscle he couldn't Right that's what even. happens yeah. in
2: ALS all of the muscles actually yeah. yeah. well I'm sorry for that loss
0: Yeah so I I I just uh I think it's an exciting organization I think it's a powerful organization um I, I, you know, I, I applaud you and that's why I was excited to have you on the show. Um, I, I just think it's, it's, you know, and even with this recent, like couple of years ago where they had the ALS challenge to bring awareness, not a lot of people know about it. You know what I mean? I guess, you know, like not as many, it's not as, but it, it's, it, it touches, like you said, it touches so many different lives. And that's
2: part of our, and our challenge. Um, and that's why we appreciate opportunities like this is that ALS is still considered a rare disease. Um, Mm -hmm. So how do we not only tell people about ALS and spread awareness of that, but how do we spread this small nonprofit that doesn't have a marketing um, budget at this time and what we're doing, the incredible things that we're doing, um, based Mm -hmm. from you know, this all started in my home in 2007. And what happened was, I recognize that my own children uh, didn't have the opportunity to feel supported. And I created a vision of how do I support um, other children now that my children are adults in the way that they should have been supported.
0: And that's like, you know, taking and not to to make you know, to be disrespectful, right? But it's making lemonade out of lemons, you know, and it's just, you know, so I give you a lot of, of credit for doing that. And, um, you know, just having the, the understanding, you know, seeing the need, and, um, you know, and, and offering that, that, that's just, and especially having gone through the suffering that you did, and um, you know it's easy to relate, but it, you know I give you so much credit because to be able to continue to connect to people and to help them navigate the process because it truly is a process. And and I have to say it was interesting to watch even with his family because there's the trauma of like even for them the loss of their mother when they were younger, then the loss of each brother, the two brothers. Yeah. And, 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 and going through that, navigating that. So it's still like, I know even talking to you about it, like I just, it's, you know, it's, it's so tough. It's called familial
2: ALS and it's a very small percentage. Most people have sporadic ALS um, and it can affect people between the ages of 30 and 60. Um, most people live two to five years with it, but that percentage of familial where it runs family if you do have that gene, 50% of the family is at risk. Um, and, um, you know, that's devastating, even more, you know, unthinkable. But only 5% of the population has familial ALS.
0: Oh, wow. And then what percentage uh, of it has, and I'm sorry, what was the other one? It's for, so the rest have sporadic What brings it on? What brings it on? they don't know we're
2: really not sure Um, you know there's a lot of research being done people think possibly something in the environment some pre um, genetic just you know something genetic that's in your um, DNA um, something um, you know some kind of protein disorder I mean we really don't know
0: yeah I had a there was a guy at work and um, his wife had it again in that range age range she was like again very healthy she was just she was a marathon runner and young 30s she got it and it was just like devastating because she declined very rapidly because I and he thinks that because she was so stoic she probably was suffering with different things for a time and then it just got to the point where it's just like, there's no hiding anything. There's a problem. I I need help, you know? And, and, uh, you know, he was very successful. She was very successful in her career and, and, and to be hit with that, it was, you know, like it was difficult even as a coworker, you know, to, to just see that pain and, uh, you know I, I i applaud you and and he was talking. they had kids, and you know, and he was the one day we were talking about it, and just like some of the things the support that I would imagine you offer it it just it feels good to talk to people that get it and that understand it and and just you know that you can't they
2: understand it unless you've lived through it or
0: yeah.
2: someone just can't understand it's you know all diseases are it's sad different. yeah right? but this is one that has. Right now, no promise, you know. Um, it's not like you can go into remission like you can with cancer and some other diseases. This is, right now we don't have the, the answer, but we will.
0: And I, I believe that too. I think that they've made strides and getting the awareness, I think, and, and even the fundraising to increase awareness and to increase like the, the research and things like that, I think is important. And that's the other reason too. You know, I think it's important to have, like, to to have you on today to talk about your organization and even to talk about ALS. I think it's very powerful, as well as your other messages. But we're getting the cue from Anthony that we have to go to break. Um, and uh, you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with the amazing and truly wonderful uh, Jody A- uh, O'Donnell Ames, and she is with Hope Loves Company. And we are in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077 thebronkcom And she has been sharing about her superpower of just being her authentic self, and and which I think is a very powerful thing for anybody to, you know, just to be yourself, I think is a huge power. And, and how, she, um, you know, she has used that to, uh, you know, in success for building her nonprofit. And we'll be right back after a short break.
1: Hello, operator. Will you please let me have Alexander four 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 four? Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellett. Now let's go on the other line with your career's calling.
0: And we're back. This is Wanda Ellett in the Killarney Public House Studios at uh, Rider University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077 thebronxcom And today I am here with the truly lovely, and wonderful, Jody O'Donnell Ames, and she has been sharing some great insight into her organization and her superpower, organization of a Hope Loves Company, and her superpower of being her authentic self, and um, in the first segment, we started to talk, I got a little diverted, you know, we, were, uh, yeah, we talk, started to talk about um, how she had suffered the loss of her husband, and um, started to uh, well, we'll go into that now, like, you know, how did you start the organization? And, um, and, you know, and like I say, we start to talk about how ALS touches many families, um, and many people. Um, but if you would, Jody, uh, share, like, how did you like, was there a trigger event that really, you said, I, now I'm ready, I can do this, and, and share, like, how did you do your, your nonprofit? Like, how did you make this decision?
2: So what I didn't share is that um, a few years after losing my husband Kevin to ALS, um, I remarried. My current husband lost his wife to ALS, and um, I became the bonus mom of their two children, Nora and Adam. So I was, you know, very busy raising three children who had all lost a parent to ALS before the age of twelve,
0: wow.
2: which is very challenging, and I'm. I, as I said, I was a trained teacher, and I recognized that even with that training, I wasn't quite prepared to address the individual needs of my children and how they were grieving. So I reached out and looked for resources, and to my dismay, found very little. I mean, there was, it was, you know, a few years ago, but um, I found many things on. cancer and um, you know, heart disease, and but I couldn't find anything on ALS. So I vow, made a vow then that when my three children were in college and were adults, I would start a nonprofit. So I started it right here in my home in 2007. And the process was, you know, the who, what, when, where, why, and how concept of, okay, who will we serve? What is that mission? What will we do? You know, how will we serve in that way? Um, and where, you know, will we just do it locally? Will we do it nationally? Um, why, you know, these children need to be supported. And, um, you know, how many children can we serve? So there were so, you know, when you, when you want to start something, you really need to start with the question for yourself. Why do you want to do this? Because if you're committing yourself to a nonprofit, um, or even a business,
0: you know, that's business. one of the things too. Yeah, or like whatever you're yeah. committing to.
2: Anything that you're committing to, you have yeah. to recognize that you need to want it this much <laughs> yeah. in order to make it successful. You can't just say, um, you know, I want to start a nonprofit because there are 47,000 nonprofits in the state of New Jersey alone. You need to say, I want to start a nonprofit. I want to be dedicated to this mission. I want it to be successful. And I want to live, eat, and breathe this
0: business for a nonprofit. nonprofit. Yeah, there's a it thing. It's, what was it? There's like a, a saying, you're either interested or committed. Mm-hmm. And you have yeah. to be committed.
2: <laughs> I love it. And, you know, um, quite frankly, for me, it was, very, it was a big part of my healing process. Um, I was married for nine years. And six of those nine years, my husband was terminally ill. So to be able to devote my experience in a healthy way to a cause was healing for me. So I just really appreciate the fact that um, people were interested and people immediately listened and believed in what I was trying to do because A, it wasn't available. So there wasn't any competition or anyone providing that business or service. And B, um, I I use my superpower, you know, I was was like, look, I can't keep paperwork straight for the life of me. I probably have ADD. I will work a million hours. I love working. Um, I'll speak about this. I will, you know, shout from the mountaintops to help children. But I know I need help in these areas. I know I need to establish the board. I know I need to establish bylaws. I know I need to figure out where I'm gonna house all this information. I know I need to do my research. Um, get a domain, hopelovescompany.org and hopelovescompany.net and .com. Get a website. And you know, this was not my area of expertise. But I think when you're passionate enough, you find a way, you're resourceful. So, you know, I I I reached out for my to my friends, to my family. I did my research. I um was able to seek help with pro bono lawyers of New Jersey who were able to help me with getting a 501c3. And I, you know, just dedicated um some money to just getting this started and I'm really proud to say that if you do put something good into the world and you do constantly nurture it and and not all not always just ask for help but give it as well yeah you know yesterday I had two young ladies reach out to nurture to ask me to mentor them you know so you have to it's cyclical you know you have to receive and then put something good good back into the world and that's how success in my opinion happens just a lot of work a lot True. of dedication vision and talking to beautiful women like you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think yeah. no this has just been and, and even like you know i had to say like i'm just so impressed by you i'm, I'm re, I revere you and um i i just I, I just credit you so much for you know having the strength and the stamina to, you know, persevere through it. Cause I'm sure like through the time I'm sitting here crying like an idiot. <laughs> like, just like you I cry all so... the time. So don't worry. Okay. <laughs> so happy you. Like, I'm just so proud of you. And if oh, I can say you. that, you know, because I, I just, uh, uh, I'm excited for you. And and I just, you know, hope that this, like, even if, if one person listening can, you know, bring, uh, can get something from this message, or if some one person listening will bring a gift to you you know I, I I appreciate you taking the time with me today and 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 sharing some of these things because like like i said when in listening to your your uh your presentation with the uh, score i I just found that all these things are powerful, like the who, what, where, when, why, what is your mission, whether you're looking at nonprofit or for profit, you need to know that. And so many businesses, that's the whole thing. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And, you know, and I, and in our conversation and preparing for today, you had shared that, you know, it, it doesn't have like, what I got from it was, it doesn't have to be, you know, you just have to get started. Because your first board meeting, if you want to share, like, your first board yeah. meeting. I grabbed my my husband and my
2: friend. So, 501c3, you know, <laughs> we had to have three board members. So, my husband was handy. He was right in the house. And my friend was down the down the street. So, I had her sign it. And that's how we started. And I also just wanted to recognize that your response to this discussion is truly how most people, you know, there's a saying that if you... Um, once you know about ALS, you know, it's a club you never want to be a member of, but you're a member for life because the impact to watch someone like you said, who's muscular. My husband was 30 years old. He was an athlete, you know, he was strong. He was 220 pounds and he was 143 when he passed. So, you know, once you're in this, once you see the devastation that this disease causes and I, I, um, I'm very fortunate to live next door to an amazing woman, Sarah Cooper, who actually designed this wonderful um, ALS roadmap. And so I still see, she living, she's living with ALS, and I still see the devastation that it takes on, on people um, and through my families and my work with my families every day. And it's a hard thing just to walk away from once you've experienced it.
0: Now, is that your superhero?
2: Oh, Sarah? Yes. Yes. yes good good segue. Yes, she lives with ALS and she created this ALS roadmap, and her her slogan is right there:
0: "Kick them <laughs> Now is that all on that's all on your website?
2: We do tags. Um, I have to double check that it is on our website. That's a good point. Um, this this pandemic has uh, caused us not to be constantly on top of our game. So thank you for the reminder. But I actually have some, and wherever I go,
0: I I share them. So. And it's powerful because it's from her perspective, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I also lost my father to cancer, and it was uh, uh, before, uh, right before Gilda Radner passed uh, mm. years ago. And um, reading through her book. Uh, it was very powerful for me because I had a hard time, you know, understanding, like just dealing with, it. I was very young and and just understanding it. So he's seeing like the roadmap and having an understanding on uh, anytime you're a caregiver and even going through the, the, the illness yourself, like uh, that brochure so- sounds like it's so powerful mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it gives you, I I think, you know, I'm I'm a mediator as well, you know, I have family mediator, and business mediator, and I think part of the challenge with any situation, whether you're dealing with illness, whether you're dealing with a challenge, whether you're dealing with, you know, career transition, whatever you're dealing with, you need to have an understanding, where are we going, you know, you're in the middle of everything, and it's just, you know, and that's why, you know, going back to the points of, like preparing for a business preparing for you know non for-profit for whatever it is dealing with a challenge whatever you're dealing with you need to have an understanding of of where you are right now and where you're going and and what you can expect everybody's vision. journey is yes. going to be different vision you know. yeah and it's just at least you kind of have go down the road <laughs> this is what you're gonna find maybe you know might be a little different for you but you know this is what you're gonna find and even like doing this show I think that that's what I hope to inspire for people like you know if you're facing this similar challenge then this could be something this is what you can expect and then you can adapt and and make your own plan and execute as you need to do you know it's information and it's it's that it's facts that are helping you to to develop your plans. And and this is just, i I I'm like crying still. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but we have to take another little break. You are listening to Your Careers Calling, and this is Wanda Ellett with the truly lovely and wonderful and inspirational Jody, um, O'Donnell Ames. And she is the founder of Hope Loves Company. And uh, we are in the Colorado Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 107.7 of the Bronx and online at 107.7 thebronxcom and uh, she has been sharing some great insight into her superpower of being yourself, you know, being your authentic self. And um, also about how she started her nonprofit. And we'll be right back after short break.
1: Hello operator, will you please let me have Alexander
0: 4444. Line is busy. We're back.
1: And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellett. Now let's go on the other line with your careers calling.
0: This is Wanda Ellett. I'm still crying. We're in the Kalani Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 107.7 The Bronx and online at 107.7 The And I'm here with the truly wonderful Jody O'Donnell Ames. And she is the founder of uh, Hope Loves Company. And she has been sharing some great insight into her organization and, um, also into her superpower of being her true self and her truly authentic self. And, um, you know how she started her nonprofit. So um, in the first segments, we talked about uh, ALS. Uh, we talked about um, the different types of ALS, and, and we also talked. We got into uh, how Jody started her nonprofit, um, and some of the concepts of, you know, going through the who, what, why, when. You know, your mission and everything else, which is things you should be evaluating uh, when you're going to start a for-profit or non, you know, for-profit business or a nonprofit. Um, and the other thing I think to take away is just get started. It doesn't have to be elaborate It doesn't have to be, you know, crazy official, you know, her first board meeting She shared that it was her husband and one of her close friends that they needed to have a a Board of Directors meeting with a minimum of three people and that was her three people So you just got to get started and get going um you know, and and things just start to appear. So, uh, Jody, if you would share a little bit more um, about your organization, what you do. Oh, she also shared, and I for, I'm sorry, I forget the name of your superhero, your neighbor, oh, Sarah
2: Cooper, Sarah, Sarah Cooper,
0: Sarah, uh, who developed a a road of what to expect. Uh, she is, uh, I, I'm going to call her a thriver uh, in in uh, working through ALS. And um, she developed this this roadmap, uh, which you said you could find on the website, right? Um, we're
2: going to make sure, yes, that we do okay. have it on our website.
0: Okay. And, um, and she, you know, uh, so it, I guess too, if you want to talk about your, uh, your organization, what you do, and also about your book too. Of
2: course, of course. So, um, you know, the whole approach is to, when we were creating Hope Loves Companies, to think about how can we holistically provide support to children and families um, facing ALS. So we have family fun days. We have a premier program called Camp HLC, which takes place in New Jersey, Massachusetts, Indiana, California, Illinois, and Georgia. And these are three weekend retreats. And so we get you know 100 people together, everyone um, in, who's there, and some are living with ALS, um, are, are faced with this disease and we get to have fun together, we get to make connections, we, need, we get to feel supported, we get to try new, new things. Um, so those are phenomenal. Uh, we also have virtual programs due to this current situation and everything is on our website, which is hopelovescompany.org. We also send Hugs of, H- Hugs of Hope care packages, which is a stuffed animal, a snack, a shirt, yeah. and a card, and a book a book that explains ALS for the child's age appropriately, and um, a card that says, we're here for you, and invite an invitation to Camp HLC. We send um, free books. We have um, I have written two, The Stars That Shine, and Someone I Love Has ALS, and both are on Amazon. Um, and they all, pers- all the proceeds go to Hope Love's company. Um, so, so we really, now we're starting mentoring. So we really just wanting to think, how can we, um, again, holistically provide resources that will benefit children who are caregivers, who are scared, um, you know, there's fear, there's um, sadness, there's anxiety, there's bullying in some cases, I mean. Really? Yes, we just had um we had a call recently and one of the children shared that um she was being bullied and and we've heard about it before. Um you know, you have to realize that well you do realize but ALS changes the dynamics of a family and mm-hmm. if children don't understand they might think that a father is just out of work because he doesn't have a job or um that someone can't talk because he's drinking, you know? So ignorance causes um Causes some cases of bullying, and and it's our job to do our best to make the children, um, help the church, children we serve to feel normal, and included in, um, in this journey.
0: That's terrible, but I'm just—it's powerful that you're there. You know, that's a gift. That's truly, truly a gift. Well, we all—we have a
2: staff of three, and we love what we do. You know, we call. So you are and mean. And mean. <laughs> yeah, lean and mean, lean and mean. Um, however uh if anyone um anyone who um you know we are here on all forms of social media instagram twitter facebook um we have a website which i shared our number is 609-730-1144 and if anyone would like to either join our efforts or support our efforts we welcome them please um Hopeless Company is a small nonprofit and we have um, big goals
0: and a lot to do. So we appreciate anyone who wants to be a part of that mission. That's beautiful. So, and, and there's also benefit. One of the things I guess we can go in, I guess is your last bits of wisdom, the power of, um, you know, one of the things that you speak on is, is the power of volunteering. And, you know, and even like that giving back. So we'll talk about that when we come back from the break, Um, because I think that that's powerful. That's another thing, because you never know what gift somebody has for you, like in networking or what you what gift you have for them, you know, and a lot of that through volunteering. If you're in transition, you know, even if you're looking for another job, uh, this uh, volunteering in in a nonprofit that has meaning to you uh, could yield great amazing amazing benefits but we'll talk more about that when we come back uh this is wanda ellett in uh the killarney public house studio at rider uh university's radio station 1077 the Bronx, and online at 1077 the and today i'm here with the truly lovely wonderful founder of hope loves company jody uh donald ames and uh we'll be right back after a short break
1: hello operator will you please let me have alexander four 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 line is busy we're back, and you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Etlet. Now let's go on the other line with your career's calling.
0: And we're back. This has been—I I, I say it every week, but this—this this week went super, super fast, and I've never cried so much at in an interview. Jody, I—I I, so have sorry any- you're
2: frozen.
0: Oh, I am frozen. I, am I okay yeah, now? You're not. Now yeah, okay. you're not. You were. All right. This has been the fastest and I've never cried so much in any of my shows. I've never cried so much. So do you have any last bits of wisdom? I don't know if you can hear me. You sure. Me sure.
2: Um, I you love to, share, I love to share with people um the benefits of volunteering. I think that, you know, um, volunteering is giving away your time um, rather than your money. Um, and, and um you know, we all have skills and we all have characteristics that are beneficial to different uh, nonprofit and nonprofit organizations. And, um, and so I think that the benefit of of volunteering is that in the process of helping others, you learn a lot about yourself. And um, it's this great way to, to feel good about doing something while simultaneously nurturing yourself with new skills, new experiences, um, meeting new people. So I highly recommend volunteering in your community and just look up things that you're passionate about. Like for me, obviously ALS is my, and, and children, those are the two things I'm extremely passionate about. So, um, I just love being in that environment where I can be of help and I, I think that, um, it's good to to look into different opportunities when the time is right for you.
0: And I think that's powerful advice. And also, if you want to talk a little more about your, you know, the power of, of being your authentic self. And, um, you know, I guess that ties into one of your other speaking engagements, <laughs> like, you know, just making that impression. Well,
2: I, I can honestly say that, you know, um, And not to sound like a a braggart or anything, but I recently Googled my name, and there are about thirteen pages of (laughs) to my name. And the honest result is that they are the complete result of me embracing who I am. Um, I uh, I definitely have not always been that way. As I shared at the beginning of this um, podcast, that I. You know, there were times in my life that I felt like I wanted to fit in more. Um, but I gave my TED Talk on, on being an empath and being different. And the more that I recognize who I am and the more that I kind of follow my heart and my intuition, the happier my life is. And when I try to stray from it and care about things that I don't care about, um, you know, I don't care about clothing. So if I start trying to worrying about how I'm going to dress, or, or if I, you know, start, um, you know, trying to make connections with people who are, um, who, who maybe are not of the same kind of um, thought process, you know, people who are who want to make a difference in the world, and I tried to impress the wrong, <laughs> the wrong, you know, celebrity type, and. You know, I find that it just, it's just not who I am. So embracing who you are is key to success in in your personal and professional life.
0: And I agree with that (laughs) wholeheartedly. It's interesting because I've covered the career fair at Ryder for a number of years now. I've been doing the show for about seven and um, that consistently is, is that's the, that's what every interview yields. Almost every single when I said, "What makes somebody successful in your organization? What are you looking for?" and they were like, uh, "I just want somebody if they're themselves and it's just they're just themselves, you know, that it's shining through, that they're confident and they're just truly themselves. They're not trying to tell me what I want them want, you know, what they think I want to hear. You know, it's just right. and, and I, just and I mentioned that. That's powerful. Yeah, That's powerful.
2: I mentioned that celebrity comment because you know so many people are like, "Well, how, how, do you know what so and so is doing?" and I'm like. I don't, don't, (laughs) and if I pretend to care, then, you know, I'm being
0: dishonest, so. (laughs) And that's powerful. That's truly, truly powerful. So, uh, is, how can people get in touch with you? So,
2: people can get in touch with me. Um, I do have a personal Twitter account. We have a Hope Loves Company Twitter account. We have a Hope Loves Company Instagram account. Um, HopeLovesCompany.org is our website, and contact information is on there as well. I have a personal Facebook account as well as Hope Loves Company. So, and like I said, if you Google my name, you will find more information than you can possibly ever care about. <laughs> so, um, that's you know, and and also our number is six zero nine seven three zero one one four four, and we are located in Pennington. So, once this situation um, is behind us, uh, I welcome the chance to, to talk to you and
0: to meet you. I, I would love that. I would be honored, and I would really be honored by that. That would be fabulous. And maybe I'll have you back on the show to talk about some of your other speaking points, because I just think, like, you know, you're so humble, because once you Google you, you know, like you said, there's, like, so much information. You've won so many awards, and you're just so fabulous, and you've just done so many wonderful things, and um, I, I just can't thank you enough for today. Um they also did. how can people off like offer help to Hope Loves Company?
2: Yeah, so um like especially now like all nonprofits, donations are great. Um yeah. or if you have anyone who you know who's in the um who can give and who cares about ALS and cares about children, please just connect us. We really thank you for that. And there's a donation um button on our website.
0: Fantastic. And like you said, if there are skill sets, like somebody has certain skill sets, if they want to get involved with your organization, what kind of skill sets are you looking for?
2: Marketing is a great one. Um, and, um, and, and PR. Those are two Man.
0: that are huge. <laughs> that would be fabulous. So anybody out there, and also like young students, like if you're looking, you know, and even if you're in transition, I think, like if you have that skill set, it's, you know, even if as you're donating your time, it's something you could put on your resume. And and that's something too, you know. People. Yeah, I do want
2: to share that we do have interns, and we um, actually hired someone from Rider. Her name is Lydia Shirley, and she is our executive. um, I'm sorry, not our executive. Our administrative assistant, um, and um, our office manager. And so she started with us right out of college. Um, and my niece goes to Ryder who lives with us here. So we do have a Ryder, um, affiliation and we appreciate, um, all that you guys
0: do. Well, thank you very much for today. I can't thank you enough. And like I said, this is, I've never cried so much in an interview. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Ah, but thank you so much. This has really been informative. It's been wonderful. And, you know, like I said, I hope that somebody listening uh, gets inspiration from it. I hope that they bring a gift to you. And, um, you know, and, and I just hope all goodness. And, um, thank you and so th- much, Wanda. Thanks. I
2: appreciate Thanks. it.
0: Thank you. So in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077 thebronxcom where we And also on WandaEllett.com, where we have over seven years' worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere, as you can download the 1077, the Bronx Free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You simply search WRRC1, and that's Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 1 or Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie 2. Uh, we would love to hear from you during the week. Uh, you can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting, uh, WandaEllett.com, and you can check out my uh, websites, G45Consulting.com, and also WandaEllett.com. G45Consulting.com, you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Bootcamp. If you're having any challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven uh, to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the June class. So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And you can connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at Wanda at g45consulting.com. I would like to thank our producer, Anthony Calasano for another fantastic job. And the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press, and Rhino University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. We could not do this hour without their support and we appreciate you, our listeners. We know how difficult it is to manage your career and manage your business, especially during this time. And we thank you for listening in. Remember, own your career, keep networking live, and I'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest. Thank you, and have a great week.
1: When our show comes to a close, a door of opportunity opens. Thank you for listening to Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting on 1077 LeBronc and 1077 LeBronc.com. Join Wanda and her who's who of guests and career consultants next Sunday at 8 a.m. for even more advice on controlling your career path. To check out our past episodes, go to 1077 LeBronc.com and Apple iTunes to download and listen to our past shows. Simply search Your Career is Calling. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. We hope you answer our call next Sunday at 8 a.m. for our next edition of Your Career's Calling, only on 1077 The Bronc and 1077thebronc.com.